Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, Monday, April 11th, we are here, we survived the weekend. Not everybody completely did, though. I was following a story about Creighton University not letting uh, Nebraska Freedom Coalition um, have essentially a rally on their campus, which is fine. I mean, private institutions can do that. Uh, But what struck me was that there was uh, where they moved to this weekend, having some national level speakers in, uh, there was an assault. There was an assault by uh, members of Scene Red Nebraska, maybe Antifa. You know, I guess anybody can join Antifa. There literally was an assault at this um, Freedom Coalition rally. Destruction of property, assault, someone arrested. Um, so if you don't think here, even in Nebraska, that things can't get out of control on some of these issues, uh, you're wrong. It is frustrating to see. Uh, conservatives peacefully protesting and for there to be an assault (laughs) and destruction of property. Uh, Folks, I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's in our core to peacefully assemble. It's not in our core to take over large swaths of land, say, in Seattle and hold the ground and call it an autonomous zone. Um, That is simply against the law. And when failure of government and elected officials to uh, enforce the law, you get things like this. Uh, Certainly, I'm just highlighting, you know, some bad actors. But I just don't see why you have to be so fired up that you're going to assault somebody, destroy property, let people peacefully protest. And so it's just an example of people on the right doing what Americans do peacefully, and then no major media coverage of the assault, no major... Uh, calling out and saying, oh, it was this group or it's affiliated with this group. I haven't heard a peep. Right? I haven't heard a peep. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, so I'll say it. That's what I'm here for, to dig in and let you know what it's like in these different areas and organizations. I mean, we got to clean it up, folks, even here, you know. Uh, Fairness ordinance, I keep saying it. What, are we just... You don't let it die? I mean, it's not its not dead. It hasn't been resolved. City Hall. City Council. The most contentious issue in Lincoln, Nebraska over the last decade. We just went, you know, through a whole deal. And yet, nothing. Quiet. What's going on? Are you rescinding? Or are we putting it to a vote? I mean, we're going to be voting, what, four times this from May to November? Might as well add a fifth in there or rescind it. Like I've said, 
I do believe it needs to be resolved. That's good governance. That's good leadership. I believe that it should be rescinded, and then we should get stakeholders, and we should look at one issue at a time here in Lincoln, Nebraska. I think that that would be a good path forward, both by elected officials and stakeholders, to find the differences, to find some of the areas where we have to compromise. Can you believe that, Johnny? I said compromise again in you democracy. Did. You did. Did I not introduce this? I'm Jack nope. Riggins. I am the host of Drive Time Lincoln, and Johnny Cadillac is producing the show again. I was getting ready to put my name tag on again, but I, I had faith in you, and you delivered this time. Fair enough. I figured it out. Uh, for those of you that are fans of constitutional carry, it did not pass. That is the word I have. Um. I don't know how I feel about it in this sense. I mean, obviously, I have a concealed carry permit, um, went through the course, paid my money, need to pay attention uh, every five years to renew it. And uh, I mean, happy to do it. Would I have liked to have seen constitutional carry passed? I would have. Because those of us that are law abiding citizens, that number one are firearms safe meaning safety comes first has been taught to us you know through our mothers and fathers uh through our upbringing and then if we've had the interest to get training we all know that safety comes first now firearms no doubt are a tool for hunting right they are a tool for defense and frankly while it's a very hot issue the second amendment it does clearly say that we have the right to bear arms so it would have been nice if in nebraska we were able to get constitutional carry because it eases the administrative burden on people being able to carry and I know some of the police departments were against it. I think that's all political. In fact, the people that use guns illegally, find guns, get guns, carry them illegally all the time. The ability to have constitutional carry allows safe, good people that want to carry to have access to their firearms which negates the fact that people that do illegal things and that aren't safe and that drive by houses and shoot and crimes are already carrying illegally. And so uh, my guess is where there's not a lot of law enforcement out west, uh, people already do this. They just carry. Um, <laughs> why? Because it's part of the culture. Here in the cities, it's a little different, right? You, you better have your permit. And, uh, you know, God forbid you get pulled over and you know that will be a, you know, statewide story in uh, the papers. You know, can you imagine if I get pulled over and I don't have all my P's and Q's? I mean, you're going to read, uh, former commander, KLIN employee, had a loaded pistol. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, 
Guess what? It's my American right. I was going to say, depending, depending on the source, it might have some more negative words about you, like biased KIN employee who never Oh, yeah. Got I right mean, I mean, else. can you imagine? Like, I mean, I, I have my paperwork and everything, but I mean, we just, we'd blow that out of proportion. And it's like, well, what was the firearm doing? It was, it was sitting there. <laughs> right? I, uh, I told the officers as I am required to do, hey, you know, I have my concealed carry permit, and here's my firearm uh, in such and such location. Like, oh, my God, he was on his, you know, he was going to go shoot up a grocery store. I mean, people, Americans, the vast majority, support the Second Amendment. Nebraskans support the Second Amendment. Constitutional carry would have been a nice thing to reaffirm that. To finish on that, uh, I, I guess I'm disappointed. I know that uh, Senator Pauls is is very sick and couldn't vote because it failed by two votes. Um, but locally, you should be aware, uh, Senator Geist did not vote. She abstained. Um, that's disappointing. I think that's disappointing. As a conservative, as somebody um, that has looked to in the in the conservative circles as a leader, um, that she abstained. Um, and there's your two votes. I mean, we, we can neck it down different ways, but, uh, Senator Paul's was sick. That happens sometimes. Um, but, um, Senator Geis, that one would need some explaining in my opinion. One of the things I want to do, and I, I will open the call lines. I, Friday, we were talking about, you know, just different issues. And the next thing you know, we kind of got on this governor thing. And so what I thought today is I'm going to run through what is posted on the top three conservative as they're polling governor candidates, Herbster, Pillen, Lindstrom, and and go through what they're posting as, as their platform. But really, I would like you to call in and tell me why you are supporting this governor candidate, right? I'm supporting so-and-so, and this is why. I would like to know, Lincoln. I would like to know. I don't know, um, but I think it'd be it'd be fun to do. Um, before that, let's get to Richard. Long-time listener, long-time caller. Commander, I don't have a problem with you carrying either concealed or non-concealed because you have obvious, a, extreme, uh, well uh, conducted training in the use of firearms and safety. But the, you'll recall that this bill of Senator Brewer's uh, had uh, stripped out of it any requirement that a person with a concealed carry permit would uh, have to undergo any sort of training and uh, firearm safety. And uh, I certainly don't like the idea of somebody who is not familiar with firearms just simply carrying one around, it's dangerous to that person, his family, and it's dangerous to me as a person out on the street. Uh, I had a situation where my high school classmate years ago was going hunting. He had a shotgun. He put the little kid in the car. He left the shotgun in the car, forgot something, went back in the house, and left the kid with the shotgun, and the kid killed himself. And uh, we just they're dangerous, and we need people. If they're going to have them, they need to be well trained. 
Well, Richard, I'm not going to argue with um, safety comes first and uh, some training and or meaning not necessarily doesn't have to be, you know, state run training or government. I mean, people can learn to be safe through uh, their families and stuff, but certainly uh, having that safety first and and is a big deal. And I I agree with that. And uh, it isn't always, as you say, um, or you've pointed out, it, it isn't. You can't take for granted that somebody has gotten safety either trained into them by their peers, their mother, fathers, you know, a group or the military, you know. And so I think that, uh, you know, you bring up a good point about a specific part of of that bill. Uh, The other thing I'd like to mention is that when my son was uh, turning about 16 and he wanted to go hunting, I had him take the Isaac Walton gun safety course, right. and that's a great course. Uh, it's not that expensive, and that's available, as far as I know, to everybody that wants to take it. Yeah, there's plenty of courses out there. Thanks for the call, Richard. There's plenty of courses out there, and and I agree. I mean, safety is the first thing, and some of us get it, like I said, growing up uh, through family members. Um, there are courses out there, ju- just like driver's ed, you know, if you want to call it that, and and uh and that's important um but nonetheless i mean hey we'll move on if you want to carry concealed there's a course and there's a process to do that um go take it it's good course good teachers we have around here um real quick i do want you to call in second segment because i think it's going to take this long on who you're supporting in the conservative primary i'm going with the top three but if you like somebody else go ahead i want to read through just real quick before I take a break. All right, Brett Lindstrom. Again, what's posted? Defending the Second Amendment. Quality education that teaches American values. Making college more affordable. Cutting red tape for small business. Fighting against society's most heinous crimes. Taking care of first responders. Cracking down on fraud. Ensuring voter integrity. There you go. Platform items. Jim Pillen. Property taxes. Rejecting critical race theory, education, protecting life, infrastructure, Second Amendment, public safety, government spending, support agriculture, fight socialism. Okay, a little different there, right? Just as they as they do. Herbster, Nebraska first. Makes sense, right? If he's supported by Trump, he's going to follow that line of thinking. Protecting life, protecting the Second Amendment. Securing our elections. Interesting. All right. That's in the Herbster plan. It's simple. Pillen's got a lot. I see some differences, right, in in at least what they're saying. Um, Fighting socialism. Can imagine that every uh, conservative is going to be pro-life and pro-Second Amendment. Um, I know Charles Herbster's a little different on, uh, on the tax system. But, I mean, in the end of the day, when I just look at what's posted as if I don't know anything else, there's a lot of similarities here. But there is some differences. And, again, when we come back, second segment, I'd love for you to call in and, and tell me who you're supporting and why. I have just went with the, the top three in the conservative that are polling. I'm curious. But some of the differences I can find, um, Pillen and Lindstrom do not support the death penalty. Um, 
And so there's a difference, you know, it's tough in conservatives, you know, to find little differences. I know that Lindstrom uh, co-sponsored, I think it's LR486, uh, support of uh, upholding, you know, sex discrimination uh, because of transgender, if you will. It it was a a bill that basically supports the Bostock decision. We talked a lot about this with Natalie Weiss. It essentially does say, right, this Supreme Court decision that you can't discriminate against um, transgender people. It did not address the bathroom issues. That's the caveat. But, you know, so there's some differences there. All right, we'll come on back and we'll talk all about this on 1499.3KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3KLIN. All right, when we open the second segment, I want you to call in with uh, who you're supporting in the uh, Republican primary of the top three or four candidates and why. Um, I missed a little bit on Charles uh, W. Herbster. Uh, respect for farm values and opportunity prosperity. He d- he does uh, show that uh, the tax system, he believes, needs a, a rehaul, an overhaul. Um, so, yeah, some little differences there, maybe. Um, so that'll be second segment. Call in and we'll go from there. Julie, you're on the air with the commander. Hello, Jack. How are you? I am good. How are you? Good, good. What do you got? Um, I was, I was at the event that was canceled from Creighton with the Nebraska Freedom Coalition on Saturday. Um, it wasn't a, um, rally. It was actually an educational kind of a an event where they had people scheduled to talk about homeschooling, um, the epic tax, um, election integrity um some other topics so it wasn't really divisive no it was it wasn't and there was um there was a national speaker scheduled to speak but not on the creighton campus Mm -hmm. he was scheduled for a cocktail dinner at a different place so they basically called creighton creighton canceled the night before the event and so then they scrambled and got us at a park um while uh Seeing Red Nebraska decided to um, post our new location, and then we uh, they started harassing the restaurant, which was where we were supposed to have the evening thing, and then they canceled on us. And then um, seeing Red Nebraska posted on their pages um, a list of potential places that that um, one of our one of the members of the Nebraska Freedom Coalition had posted that they were looking at, and um, advised their uh, followers to call them. And we did end up at a local family-owned pizza place where they said that they received numerous calls, um, inappropriate, rude um, calls all day long before that. But they stood. All right, Julie, Julie, I got to take a break. Stay on the line uh, and you Mm -hmm. can finish up. And then I want to know who you're supporting for governor and why. Just hold on the line while we come back. Fourteen hundred ninety nine three. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
the world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, call lines are open. We're uh, asking uh, who you supporting in the GOP primary and why. Would like to know. Kind of just ran through their uh, issues um, or stances, if you will, their platforms that they're putting out and uh you know a lot of similarities there's a few differences at least on there um but yeah i'd like to know it let's get back to julie real quick uh julie hey thanks for the update in omaha and uh who who are you supporting for governor and why or in the in the primary um, uh it's between herbster and um breland ridenauer um i like breland ridenauer but he obviously doesn't have the name recognition and the money so i have, have met um Herbster, and he seems to be a really good guy. All right. Well, again, thanks for the update. And um, yeah, one more. I have something I have to say. Uh, oh, go ahead. Um, when it, I just want to say that our freedom of speech is under attack, and it's very obvious. But what happened on Saturday? Um, I want to thank uh, the uh, Nebraska Freedom Coalition for going with the flow and still putting on a good event. And thanks to Don Carmelo's Pizzeria for um, having the guts to stand up and, and let us have our uh, dinner there. And to the Omaha police who handled themselves very well and um, were uh, really good to know that they were there to uh, keep us safe. Cool. Yeah, th- I appreciate that. Thanks for the call. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, there's no doubt our freedom of speech is under attack. I mean, <laughs> I, I social media is it's almost comical at this point, right? That uh, you know, big tech can just decide who they want to censor, and we can make up rules like, oh, it's disinformation on health stuff. So uh, there's no doubt. But I think out on the street, and I think of events like Freedom Coalition just had. Uh, Go ahead. It's your right. Freedom of speech. Um, If there's people disrupting, you know, just relax. Sit down. Don't engage. Um, The police will come. The police will come. And it's good to know that OPD handled it. Um, Because guess what? If they disrupt the event, you, you can always talk tomorrow or the next day. You know, there's no reason. Let people lose their minds. That's fine. Um, but yeah, that's the game. People are, uh, people are quickly running away from our constitutional values and finding all kinds of ways through threats and, uh, blocking accounts to negate free speech. So what does that mean, America? Just keep talking. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Let's go, uh, to Paul. Welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Who are you supporting for governor? Well, Well, or in the GOP primary. It's more of a process of elimination for me. I'm a diehard Republican. I look at Herbster and I think, man, this guy really, 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 really wants to be in public service. And I just, you got to wonder about someone that's been running ads since uh, late fall last year. I just don't know. Uh, And the fact that uh, you just have 
much local support as far as the political class here in Nebraska. Sure, he's got Trump's endorsement, but who else? And I, I just, I, I, there's something about the guy that I just don't trust. Okay, so who are you supporting? Not sure. I imagine it's probably going to be Pillin, uh, outside chance at Thibodeau or uh, uh, Lindstrom. Uh, one, one of those uh, probably is who I'm going to end up with. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said a word that I sometimes, after uh, following this and trying to break it down, um, is difficult to describe. My guess, you said political class. I, I think that that's a good term for Nebraskans and Lincolnites um, in Lancaster County to understand. There definitely is political class. I suspect it's all over the nation, everywhere. Um, and so my thought would be is probably, my guess would be, right, uh, Herbster supporters are not happy with the political class, quote-unquote. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's absolutely fair, sure. But uh, Your basic Trump supporter. Right, I mean, uh, it's... It, the status quo. Yeah, it kind of follows, and I, I think if you've watched Charles Herbster's deal, it kind of follows some of those... Um, <laughs> I hate to say playbook. I mean, we have a pill and playbook, but, yeah. um, you know, some of that Trump dynamic. And so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, there, and you know, I'm not certain, but I got a feeling it wasn't uh, the first one to go negative, Herbster. You know, I don't know. That's that's a great question. For me personally, I'm so used now to negative ads uh, across politics, national, local, um, or at least statewide. I don't know. But I, I expect, my point is, I expect that to bleed all the way down to local elections. I mean, to me, uh, while I don't think it's necessarily positive, I think that that is now what goes on in all of these races. Yeah, but it's so much crap. I mean, Lindstrom, he's he's with Biden, really? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think that I think what's hard is. Um, you know, it's too bad in debates and different things, you know, getting concrete answers. It seems like even if it's national, right, down to local, it's almost as if everything's off of kind of that campaign playbook and sound bites. And so you really don't exactly know. Um, and like I said, when I just peruse and we've had them all on the show i i know jim pillen is is scheduled to come on he just haven't made schedules work but you know mm-hmm. there's very similar values at least out front there's a couple of differences and so to me i think you know there's probably i, I don't know what people are voting on that's why i'm asking so i appreciate yeah. the call paul all right thank you yeah that's you know it's uh those are good thoughts you know just general thoughts Let's go to Annie uh, on Drive Time Lincoln. Who are you voting for for the GOP primary and why? Well, I don't know yet. I'll tell you why. I'm not going to vote for Herbster because I think it's just, even though I am a Trumpster all the way, as far as his policies, I loved him, loved him. But I don't think Herbster's right for us. What I'm looking for is a Ron DeSantis type. And I'd like to have a debate and have them up there on the debate stage. And I'd like to hear somebody talk as a leader and say what they really are for, not these 15-second TV ads. That one with um, 
uh, oh, I don't even know his name, but that governor, uh, uh, the governor has endorsed where they're sitting at the table. Jim Pillen? Boys. Yeah. Well, is that Pillen? Yes. That they're sitting at. Uh, to me, that ad just made me throw up. It's like, I'm not going to vote for a good old boy. I want <laughs> uh, Ron DeSantis. So I would like a debate and I would like a strong person. So, so you're not a fan that the Pillin camp said he's not debating anymore. This was a, this was about, I don't know, four or five weeks ago. No, I think they need to debate and I'd like to ask some questions. I mean, really, I, I want. Uh, Ron DeSantis type person. Well, you got to move to Florida. We don't have any Ron DeSantis here right now. There's only one Ron DeSantis. He's governor of Florida. Yeah, but you know what? Well, here's a great question. Would you vote for him for president? I don't want him president. Washington, D.C. is just a crap. Well, we got to have somebody be president. Well, I know, but right now I like what Ron is doing in Florida, and then I would like to mimic Florida. All I right. Like, I I want strong governors, but I, I don't know who I, I think Britain Hour is who I'm going to vote for. Okay. I don't want to waste my vote because okay. he, because if you don't have any money and you don't have a, anybody, you know, pushing you up there, you know, you, it doesn't seem like you get voted in. Yeah. But that's why I'd like a debate. And well, I appreciate it. Going. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Annie. Um, well, a couple of people called in for right now, and I'll say this, uh, you know, he came on the show. Um, I've met him a few times and uh, obviously political newcomer, you know, working man, young family, very sharp, very bright, um, enjoy his company. Um, but I also think, well, one, I think it's cool he's living the American dream, meaning, you know, anybody can run. Um, but the power players, if you will, you know, tend to in the system with the money back up. But I think that's great that he's got some support and uh, yeah, it's interesting to me, you know, people are a little unsure and I think that's why we talk about it. You know, everybody out there, I would encourage you to, you know, if you haven't thought about it, you know, get informed, Um, (laughs) go to their websites. You know, it's real easy, right? I mean, just Charles W. Herbster, Jim Pillen, Brett Lindstrom, you know, Thibodeau, right now, they all have websites. I mean, just start there and, and read through what they've posted. Um, I do think, you know, I had a chance early to uh, actually mediate slash host a debate up in Sarpy County, and I couldn't make it. And, and I really didn't think that I would enjoy that. But now, as I've seen the process, I actually would cherish that opportunity to be able to ask questions, assuming... Uh, that we could get all the candidates together and, you know, really ask them and narrow down, you know, plans and different thoughts. Why? Because you're, to me, you're trying to draw out where are the differences, at least in this conservative primary. Because again, conservatives are all going to have very similar thoughts, which means policies, but there are differences. And then, of course, if elected, right? personality and 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 the way they you know think about things you know is going to lead that and so um in a state that's largely conservative um you know i think being able to find out some of those uniquenesses um is important for all of us so that we know who we're going to cast a vote 
Debbie, you're on Drive Time Lincoln with the commander. Who are you voting for in the GOP primary and why? Well, first off, I want to respond to Annie and her comments. Number one, I believe the ad she's referring to uh, is a support ad for Mike Flood because that's when when um, Heineman and and uh, and Pete are sitting there talking about him around the table. Right, I agree I with you. Bad. I think she was referencing uh, that as well. And I, my guess would be, um, the governor, as we know, is supporting you know Jim Pill and and Mike Flood, and so it, it can be easy to get twisted up in those different commercials because there's a lot of commercials out there on all sides of these things. I agree. And then she also said she'd like to see a debate. Well, there was just one Omaha Chamber even had it on Channel 7 last Wednesday. So it's not as if there haven't been. some. Oh, there's been plenty of debates. That's correct. So I think that she probably needs to look at the websites a little more to see when they are. So I'm just kind of giving her that information that there have been debates and there will be. But um, as far as whom I'm supporting, then we can get back to the main topic. I'm a big Charles Herbster supporter, have been from day one. Um, in fact, I tried to get him to run for a different office, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, I I don't really, I didn't know him at that time. I, I know him quite well now, and I just like the fact he's a business person. To me, that's the number one thing I like. He's not a career politician. He's a big Trump person, which I am too, and I think those are important issues. But, you know, he got the support of the state patrol. I felt that was a huge endorsement because I think public safety is one of the most important things that we have, and uh, our whole state needs to be taking care of our state patrol, and that's something he wishes to do. I think that's extremely important, and, of course, he supports Second Amendment rights, and uh, I do too, so there's just many issues that he is on top of that I support. And those well, are kind of the main ones. Yeah, well, I appreciate the call, Debbie, and, and the clarification there for Annie. I, I totally agree with you on uh, there's been plenty of debates. You know, what we all get out of those is what we get out of them. Um, and, sure. you know, and with some of the commercials, especially the governor, we know he's been very active. So uh, easy to get maybe get confused. Uh, but I appreciate you clarifying why you support uh, Charles W. Herbster. Thank you. You bet. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yep. Well, let's keep it going. Well, real quick, I mean, that's interesting, you know, because you start to hear one caller brought up political class, um, you know, now we're talking Charles Herbster, businessman, kind of outsider. I mean, I definitely think there's a good majority of people across the nation, and not just because of the Trump dynamic from years back, but, you know, they're a little bit frustrated, both, I'm sure, conservative and Democrats on uh the political class. We weren't designed to have a political class, but we have one. I mean, that's a fact around the nation here in Nebraska. So let's go with Jacob on Drive Time Lincoln. Who are you supporting for governor in the GOP primary and why? Oh, hi, Commander. Uh, did you say that Herbster was for the death penalty? I did. Well, that settles it for me because uh, any candidate that is against the death penalty when the majority of the people in Nebraska voted to get her reinstated, uh, then uh, that's the only one that I would consider. And the fact that he has, him and the rest of them, other than Pellin, has showed up for these debates. If you're not willing to show up for a debate or a forum, like Pellin hasn't been, you know, for a long time, then that's that. You're out. 
you know, if you if the voters can't size you up and and hear you your answer to questions and stuff, first thing I think of is, well, what do you what do you have to hide? If you can't sell me on yourself to where you don't even want to show up to try, then that's a bad mark against you to start with. But if Herbster is for the death penalty, that would do it for me to vote for him. I have no problem with him advertising since last year because as an outsider, unknown, you have to get your name in front of the people in order for them to even know who you are. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, you know, it's, it's narrowing down now to where, you know, for, for the last few days I had no idea, but it's pretty solid now. If he's the only one that's for the death penalty, then uh, he's got my vote. Well, I appreciate the call, Jacob. Um, yeah, I mean... Obviously, there's other candidates. I'm, I've, I've at least today said, hey, the top three as current polling. Um, but yeah, I appreciate everyone calling in and, and giving their thoughts. Uh, we'll probably continue to do it as we build up uh, to the primary in less than a month. Drive Time Lincoln, 14993 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 14993 KLIN. All righty, uh, finishing up today, uh, talked about the assault up there, Nebraska Freedom Coalition in Omaha this weekend. Um, listen, conservatives, peacefully protest, peacefully educate. You get disruptions. Just chill. Let the cops deal with it. Uh, no one can take our right, all of us, all Americans, right to free speech. Uh, it's just sad that it doesn't get covered um, like other issues. But... There you go. I mean, free speech is is goofy right now. Constitutional carry was defeated. Um, just so you know, um, we were asking everybody who they supported for governor in the GOP primary, which will be fun because one day we'll get to actually say who does everybody support for the actual governor. Um, we'll probably continue to do that. Um, of note, tomorrow, a longtime listener, an active caller, every man Dan is coming in tomorrow. What do you think about that, Johnny? For a special episode called Dan Time Lincoln. <laughs> Dan gets, Dan gets a little winded, so I'm like, just come in the studio. I, we'll we'll talk about everything that's on your mind. Um, so that that ought to be interesting. It'll be his first time in studio. Um, interesting enough, if you want to see Johnny Cadillac tonight, go to uh, Hollywood Bowl. He <laughs> just explained to me, eight pin, no tap, whatever the heck that is with bowling. I have no clue. If it's not a golf ball these days, I don't know anything about it. But Johnny Cadillac will be at Hollywood Bowl tonight. We'll see you tomorrow on 1499.3 KLIN.